Ah, here we go, settling into my little podcast nook. This, things aren't where I left them. The intruder was here. Hedwig, Carlo, you will tell me if he comes back, won't you? Hello and welcome to Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. I'm Paper. Today's Probably Bad RPG idea is... A game of the secret of cats, where one of the PCs is secretly just a standard, non-sentient cat. For those who don't know it, the secret of cats is a fake game where you are magical cats and you fight monsters. It is good, and it's also pay what you want. But this isn't an advertisement, so if you want me to go into more detail, they are going to have to start paying me. Um, but also, I have played it, and it's fun. Yeah. Um, I just love the idea of see how long you can keep up that you're just just a cat. Like, it doesn't even have to be a cat-related game. Like, you know, Warhammer, one of your space marines, is just a cat. In a little suit. That's adorable. Yeah, you just have to, like... See how long people realise that you're not like an... Um, disruptive player who's only saying meow noises and going, I lie on the floor and wiggle my butt around. And instead, you're actually deep role-playing as a cat. Thing is, like, cats are smart and also tiny murderers. So I feel like depending on what the secrets of cats cats are getting up to, Hmm. you could actually be quite useful. Like, you pick up on the situation and start just, like, clawing and hissing at the bad guys like you're you're just knocking important magical artifacts off of surfaces it's a normal cat but you got a little knife strapped to each of your legs um so you can fight people cats already have that it's called claws okay you have bigger knives strapped to your legs (laughs) just attach one to the tail yeah (laughs) a cat that's cosplaying is the knife octopus the knife tentacle. I like the knife octopus. <laughs> I mean, a knife octopus would be a fun character, but I was thinking of there's that video of like a box with a flailing tentacle mm. sticking out of it, and it's got a knife taped to it because humans, I guess. Yeah. So if you tied up to a cat, uh, and then you push the cat off the building because cats always land um, foot side down, just spin around forever. Um, but yeah, I just I just feel more games should have the twist your character's just been a cat this whole time. See, the problem is now I'm thinking about Skyrim <laughs> and the fact that their cat people can look like cat people or just cats. Yeah. And we're supposed to just accept this. Like, the thing that weirds me out about that is that, as far as I know, there are also actual cats in Skyrim. There are? So, yeah, so you don't oh, know... Where... in Elder Scrolls, generally. Yeah. So you I should don't call know... it Elder Scrolls, not Skyrim. I've just only played Skyrim and Oblivion. <laughs> so you don't know whether any given cat, when you're petting it, uh, is even just a normal cat, or pet, or it's just sitting there in your passion style. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that Skyrim interlude. I mean, would a particularly dim Khajiit just come across as a regular cat? Yeah. 
which I guess is the inverse of the secret of cats. And actually, the inverse of the secret of cats thing is where most of you are standard non-sentient cats, and one of you play a sentient cat who's trying to persuade the others to stop licking their own balls and go fight monsters. Khajiit has wares if you have coin. Please ignore my sister. She's a dumbass. <laughs> Just knock some skooma on the floor. You could call it herding cats, because that's literally what it's about. I like it. You can... yeah. Yeah, you, you need to stop some evil demon from attacking, but you're the only sentient cat. Um, but yeah, you're the only sentient cat. And so you need to persuade all of the other, train all of the other cats to go fight monsters. See, the, oh, this like, is feeling less like an RPG now, though. Like, yeah, everyone else has to roleplay dumbasses, but like, you know, a lot of people do that anyway. So this one, True. you get all of the players who are really bad at roleplaying. And they play the cat. And you have to persuade them to go along with the campaign. What if none of the cats in Secret of Cats are sentient? They're just having a really bad nip trip. <laughs> have you ever gotten so high that you achieved uh, sentience and fought monsters? Well, they think they have. They're actually just lying on the floor drooling and batting at the air. Every so often we... Also, you're really high on catnip. It's also a good twist to put into any campaign. I mean, Hugh... I, I don't know how safe this is, but, like, I know there are people who have made tea out of catnip and say that it's, it works really well as, like, an anti-anxiety thing. I'm not saying that it's a good idea. Absolutely not, because I don't know. I'm just saying it's a thing people do. There I just want to make it clear I'm not endorsing drinking catnip. There's a lot of things people do, and we don't recommend any of them. Yeah, just, just don't do things. Yeah. Like, I feel like the twist would have to be, to make sure it's not just, and it was all a dream, it's not just you're high on catnip, it's you're a cat high on catnip. Like, oh, yeah. After you defeat uh, the Lich King and like bring peace to the land, it's then revealed this entire time has been a normal cat in a normal suburban house that's just been really high on catnip and thought it was a team of four adventurers going to stop a lich. It was only half a dream. Mm. There was a real lich, but everything else was taking place in the suburban... Um... I mean, I meant more you really were a cat, but I like that also. <laughs> I feel like... I'm just not going to finish that sentence, apparently. The cats don't want me to. <laughs> Too much catnip. But yeah, the cats, like, yeah, so I would, said, I would suggest that what you should do is just like, yeah, everything revolves back to cats. And it usually does in an RPG campaign anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you roll cats, you write your character sheet on cats. Um, all the Did players you say on cats or in cats? On cats. Okay, because I was just imagining your whole character sheet is just like pictograms of cats that you then have to interpret to remember Ooh, what I all of your also like, are. I actually also like that one. Like, you determine your script score by making the little patterns of your character sheet more or less edge. Probably bad RPG idea. Pre-gen all of your player characters and write the cheats in code. Hmm. You only like, get to play if you crack the code. 
your cat's like intelligence is just a cat with bigger or smaller glasses. Adorable. Yeah, I I, I feel this would work. And you could probably do some interesting things as to how well people interpreted it. No, I think whatever interpretation they think is right, that is now what it is. Ah, so it's not a case of they have to figure out what you mean. It's just a case of whatever they interpret it is. I like this idea for radically subjective character sheet. <laughs> like, your strength stat is copietic, and you whatever you determine to be valid for someone with a strength of copietic works. That is not a word I know. I, I think it means happy, but I honestly don't know. I might have made it up. I can find... I'm, I'm looking it up. I can find copacetic. I can't oh, find that's probably copietic. what they meant. But you know what? I'm going to go copietic. Wait, no. I found it in an encyclopedia from 1809, but it doesn't <laughs> say what it means. Yeah, no. Um... Even better. Write the character sheet. Purely in outdated words. Yeah, like, I like your idea of, like, it is a word that just doesn't exist. Uh, so you just have to sort of go with that. That sounds like a good word. You're, you're turning this almost into, like, a psychology experiment. Like yeah. A, like a Rorschach test. Yeah, you wake an up. RPG. Yeah, you, 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 like, the GM's just like, yeah, I've given you a pre-made character sheet. and just hand you a blank piece of paper. Uh, everyone else also has a blank piece of paper. They're acting as if they've got words written on it. Uh, how do you react? Wait, are they, are they now getting the sheets in character? No, like, you know, all of the people before the game are like, yeah, here's your character sheet okay. um, for, your, for your character. Uh, and it's just a blank piece of paper, and everyone's it's just a blank piece of paper. Everyone's like, ah, okay, I get to be a bard and all of that kind of thing. Um, no, you and... have to cover it in shapes. Yeah. Shapes and just randomly generated strange mm. words that may or may not exist. Yeah. You just get a photo of the DM. <laughs> um, I think what I've invented here is various elaborate forms of psychological torture, which is, as far as I can tell, all psychology is. It's an experiment. Hmm. If you can convince the ethics committee that it's, it's just an experiment, it's fine. Yeah. I don't I don't know how psychology ethics committees work. Mine was basically are you going to endanger vulnerable groups? No, go for it. My 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 experiment got the ethics stamp of fucking nice, bro. <laughs> that sounds sick. Send us the footage so we can put it on YouTube. <laughs> See, that's, that's the point where I've, I think it may be unethical. <laughs> to secretly film people figuring out this Rorschach RPG. Like, every time you go to the bathroom, your character sheet is replaced with a slightly different character sheet. And, like, just over the... It's got the same symbols on it. It's just, like, a millimetre bigger. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you get given, like, an actual pre-made character sheet, but every time you, like, leave or go to the bathroom about distracted, it's replaced by one with slightly different, which is slightly different, and over the course of the RPG, it becomes an entirely different character, like, different class, different uh, species, different powers, different rule system, um, and it's like a change blindness thing to see if you can guess what's going on. 
if you notice it, you get to level up and you get an, another different character sheet. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure original idea was what bizarre psychology experiment would you perform on the on the player characters? Yeah, definitely. Or players even. I need to start drawing a distinction between those two things at some point. <laughs> oh no, it's turning into mazes of monsters. <laughs> if you have a psychology experiment performed on you on the game, you have a psychology experiment performed on you in real life. Which is arguably true. Yeah. I mean, if you have to solve a puzzle in the game, you have to solve it in real life. And yeah. on doesn't everyone approach psychological testing as an actual test that they need to pass? Hmm. That's that's normal and healthy, right? I got an A star in having a psychology. <laughs> I actually failed at having a psychology. I am a philosophical zombie. Um, so yeah, perform psychology experiments on your Cool. Give your cat a character sheet and see what um, stats it comes out with. Oh, we're, go we're going into a new thing now of getting your pets to play. Yeah. If you can train your dog to roll the dice, it will be adorable. And that um, is my argument. I mean, if you line up dice on the edge of a shelf, a cat will probably eventually come and roll those dice by... Yeah, even if there's around. no cat in your house. Eventually it'll happen. Hmm. Before we get into a whole different idea, shall, shall we move on? Uh, yes, we're going to questions as a forcible attempt to stop us um, talking about cats. But I am going to watch the 1998 cats after this. Um, yes, if, if you have a, a question or just want to yell at us about cats um to message probably bad rpg ideas on tumblr or email uh probably bad podcast at gmail.com yes i don't know why i sounded so defeated i've just <laughs> I've, I've had i've had a time mm. um yes questions So, this is from Derp Ravener. Any advice for populating lists? I'm working in a custom setting and therefore need to make my own list of equipment and enemies to use as either random encounters and loot, or to have a list I can pick from and modify when the need arises. Only cat. A hundred things, roll the D100, all of them are cats. Break into a supermarket. The first 100 things you see become a D100 loot table. Ooh, I like that, actually. Like, you just open a chest and in it is a packet of crisps and a phone from the Crisp and Phone Emporium, which is the only shop near my house. Um, like... I mean, you could do a department store instead, but you know the first hundred things you see in a department store are all going to be makeup because hmm. it's always right by the door. Like... I feel like in the. In I mean, maybe maybe if you loot like an actor. Yeah. 
just just have an just have like a nebulous like well not nebulous but just have like an evil organization that uh, trades only in makeup. It's all magical makeup. Hmm. Just just like lipstick has become this um nation's main currency. Like you pay someone by just putting lipstick on them. Have you considered filling the list with just random words and shapes and seeing how your players <laughs> interpret the loot? Yeah, like give just make it like really esoteric. Like you open a chest and inside you find um the sense of validation you've been seeking since you were twelve. You find Boba and Kiki. Inside the chest you find and then you just scream for three minutes. <laughs> like yeah. Instead of making um actual image actual like lists of treasure like instead of making actual lists of monsters, say. Um just make more or less scared faces, and it's like, you encounter her, and then you, like, look very distressed. Um, and that will get across to them how big a threat this monster is. I mean, that would be a good way of getting around having to name yeah. enemies that you make yourself. Yeah. You encounter an Odon, or you encounter a, holy shit, you're all gonna die. Come across a small a small camp of, oh goodness! Golly gosh! <laughs> See, that's a low level enemy, but it's a camp of them, so there's multiple. Yeah, I like this world where monsters are named based on what people yell when they first see them. I mean, it isn't not how language works. Hmm. Like, language is an illusion. Like, is an oh shit more or less dangerous than a dire Odon? I think it's a regular Odon, then an oh shit, and then a dire Odon. Okay. Um, um, real answer, look at existing lists and come hmm. up with things that you think are roughly equivalent in terms of scale. Yeah, I think... With equipment list, like, unless you have something really weird in your setting, you could probably just get away with various kinds of money and useful items. Um, in terms of monster lists, like, I'm not a huge fan of the wandering monster list concept in general, but if you are going to have it, I think it's, like, generally, if you have a list of monsters, you just stick them on there. I mean, if, if you want something that your players aren't going to be expecting, I quite like to look in things like um, medieval beasteries or mm. the Book of Imaginary Beings and things like that and just find stuff that hasn't been ad adapted into D&D &D yet. Yeah, or just like, you know, take a load of catnip um, and just roll whatever you see while you're on a load of catnip. And Take catnip and then read Herodotus, combine the two. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's probably easier to make monsters and then put them into a list to make my previous slightly but flippant advice sound more useful. Um, but yeah, or take drugs. Uh, this blog, does, this podcast, does not recommend taking drugs. Um, um, 
<laughs> not even once. Appropriate name, given the advice that only Pencil just gave. Anarchic Moral Trickster asks, What's your best probably bad idea for a warlock? Be it from an old post, a character you've played or seen played, or just something only recorded in your brain. What's your favourite? Like, my favourite is, I can't remember whether it was original or a submission. It's just the wall, it's just your patron is just a wizard holding around casting spells to make it look like you have magic powers. Like, you don't have Eldritch Blast, there's just an invisible wizard in the trees behind you who shoots fireballs at anyone who points it. That is a good one. Um, I actually, I do, I know it's come up on a probably bad post, but I think it's being played quite well in the campaign I'm currently DMing. There's an Archfey Warlock who is getting, is trying to get powerful so that they are worthy of having sex with their patron. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I've been told about this one because currently they're like, Power imbalance is too high. Yeah. But once you're level 20. I mean, once you're level 20, you're basically a god. Hmm. Yeah. Um, we should probably elaborate a bit more on one or both of our answers. Yeah, I'm just... Problem is, I don't think we get a lot of warlock ones. No, I think, like... We get a reasonable number of warlock ones, but I think a lot of to be honest, personally, I think a lot of them are variants on bang your patron. Mm. Uh, so there is that, and like often Patreon of like your patron is Patreon, mm. uh, which is us. Um, if you give money, I will slowly develop magic powers and use it to conquer the world. That's patreon.com slash probably bad RPG ideas. Um, there was one recently that was basically a warlock that doesn't realize they're a warlock and thinks that their patron is just like a hallucination or an imaginary friend and they're just insert X kind of spellcaster here. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of warlocks which are like, not like warlock who is actually a, like cleric who insists they're a warlock because it's edgy. Is- Mm. Just I, I I'm not I'm not a cleric of Pelor. I'm a warlock of the light, and that's why I'm dressed in goth clothes. But I I do like the idea of yeah a warlock maybe who's like their parents are sorcerers, but they haven't inherited those magic powers. But eventually they do get some magical ability, and they're like, oh you know I was just just I hit magical puberty late. Um, and actually it's just some great being felt sorry for them. Somehow I really like the phrase magical puberty. Your voice cracks and you shoot fireballs. Well, I have to assume that sorcerers go through some sort of of transformation like that. Because Mm. the alternative is babies who can cast a... I'm so, going to be I don't know any sorcerer cantrips. I'm going to be honest, I did assume it was babies who can cast magic, or at least toddlers who can cast magic. Yeah, but like, sorcerer cantrips, like a baby that can cast, like, Firebolt. 
Yeah, that's why no one likes sorcerers, because when they were toddlers, they went around fireball. Is this why D&D characters don't have parents? Because yeah. the sorcerer babies killed everyone? Yeah, like, so the thing is, you can, so like, in the 3.5 edition, paladins were chosen at birth. It was ignored in all of the later rulebooks. But in the original... Good, because like, that's ridiculous. Yes, it is, isn't it? But in the original 3.5 thing, paladins were chosen at birth and it was only later that they actually like made the, um, made the choice to whether to go with that calling. Um, which means that you can have baby paladin and baby uh, sorcerer going along on a little baby adventure. But yeah, no, I just, I just assumed that toddlers could cast magic. I... I think that might have to be a bonus episode at some point. <laughs> like, I went through which ones you could theoretically have as a toddler um, of the character classes. Uh, druids are chosen by nature, so in principle. Clerics are chosen by god, so in principle. Um, I guess you could give a kid a spellbook and see how it did. Um, you, could you could have Warlock if the patron's just a real dick. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. There's no reason that a child, like a child, couldn't make a deal. Like it sounds like something an archfey would do. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. So no, I just assumed that yeah, they, toddlers could cast firebolt in the D and D world. I do prefer magical puberty because, like, you know, when you're going through puberty, you have like you know, un uncontrollable things happen downstairs. Hmm. Um, whichever puberty you're going through. And I just like the idea of, like, you know, you get really excited by something and just some thunder comes out of your hands. Hmm. I like or the like, idea of Oh, there's Jenny. She's really cute. Boom. <laughs> I, I don't like the implication that sorcerers come thunderbolt. That's not what I was implying, but if that's what you choose to infer, that's that's no. Between, I realize that's between I realize you and your god. That was not what you meant, but fuck it. Anyway, yes. Um, email in to determine whether or not you prefer babies with fireballs or people with thunderbolt directions. Um, just make sure to put FAO pencil in the subject line so I don't <laughs> have to read it. Yeah, um, so we're, we're being um, thrown off the Amazon um, <laughs> store, uh, so also feel free to send any insults towards Jeff Bezos, and we will read them out after that happens. I mean, um, to be fair, literally our first episode included calling Jeff Bezos the big, the big bad evil guy of the world. Yes, an opinion we have subsequently like rescinded now that... Uh, Jeff Bezos, not at all an evil person, is, you know, a podcast thing we're on. Yes, we also, the last question is anonymous. If you guys were monsters, what would you be? I did do a What D&D Monster Are You quiz. A while ago, and I got a flump. Oh. And I, f I feel like I should be insulted, but also flumps are great. Hmm. They're, they're just these friendly little guys who are super smart and float around just vibing. 
Yeah, I think I would be... So I'm going to go with a flump. Yeah, I think... It I'm was gonna... my dream, and I was also assigned flump fat internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the AFAB on my birth certificate yeah, is. Yeah, flump at bar. What would I be? I think I'd be one of those, like, weird aberrations from the later Monster Manuals where they were clearly running out of ideas and it's just two tentacles stuck to a goat or something. <laughs> like, it's one of those ones where you look through and you go, oh, I guess I could put that in a campaign at some point. Then you'd never do because you're just going to use a Beholder or Mind Flayer or something rather than, oh, it's Tendrils McGee. I mean, I would include Tendrils McGee, but you are. I, I made my I made my players fight a Bonacon, um, which is is a a bestiary creature which shits fire. Um, so maybe I'm just not very nice. I I can see you as a Modron. I think. Yeah, I feel like just, we want to... just like busying away in a corner. Yeah, I think I'd be one of those rogue modrons, but like one who is still trying to like do the whole complex plans, but is now just completely off off the rails. And the other modrons are like, we don't need you to like turn this guy's house into a bowling alley. And I'm like, fuck you, it's all part of the plan as I turn the guy's house into a bowling alley. I keep sending Primus um, images of the bowling alley and he tells me to fucking stop it, but I keep doing it because no one can stop me. Uh, that's the monster I'd be. I can see it. Hmm. I want to see a Flump and a Modron team up to, like, um, make a bowling alley. It, it would either be really boring or it'd be really exciting when a Balor and an Orc set up a rival bowling alley on the opposite side of the same guy's house. I mean, I feel like that's a children's book, like, in-universe, mm. is just yeah. a flump and a modron who team up and go on little adventures and make things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it has like a pit fiend who is the bad guy, but like an adorable pit fiend in little hat. A little chibi one. Yeah. Like, and it's just it's just small, and it stabs your ankle with a pitchfork. I don't think they have pitchforks. They have swords. Or is that something else? The point is, it stabs your ankle. I really want to see a chibi pit fiend. <laughs> Maybe there's one in your house right now. Maybe. If you clap if you clap your hands three times. I mean my house is quite small, I feel like I would know. I mean it is it is small it is cheesy, so it is, you know. Unless small. it's under the stairs. I never go under the stairs. Because of all the pit fiends. Well, it's it's hard to get under the stairs because you have to like squeeze between the fridge and the wall. But if it was a tiny, like, knee-high pit fiend, it wouldn't have to squeeze. Yeah, I hope everyone is enjoying this um, virtual tour of Mod Paper's hat, <laughs> um, which is, I believe, what everyone uh, signed, uh, tuned in for. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we should end the episode there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I guess feel free to send in if you want more virtual tours of our houses. You may or may not get them, but did I say sign um, in? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> feel free to log into your us account. <laughs> I mean, if if you give us money on Patreon.com, so that's probably bad RPG ideas. You can get some stuff. You can't get a tour of my house, but you can get bonus episodes and probably bad homebrew. And you will be giving us magic powers. In a roundabout way. Because it allows us to do more stuff. Um, so yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you for listening. And, and remember, remember to have a probably, probably bad, bad day. day.